Welcome to Slice of P.I., where we take quick hot takes on the news whenever we feel like it. I'm your host, Matt, and with me is my co-host and political drama junkie, Borge. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Yes, I do oh. have so many recommendations for political drama set. Okay, P.I. nyo, P.I. nating lahat, Borge here at your service. And yes, and for this edition of Slice of P.I., this is a, there's a lot of drama that happened ever since our last edition. So mm. let me just go through this a bit slowly so I don't get lost. Okay, so late, mm. since our discussion with the gang about the elections. Okay, so now Sara Duterte, substitution with Bato, and then, and then applied to be the vice presidential candidate for Bongo Marcos. Okay, I'm going mm. slowly because it's a bit complicated. But, uh, mm. Let me know if I missed something, all right? So then after that, um, the bo- the tandem of Bongo, Senator Bongo, hmm. and President Duterte, they fi- initially they they filed candidacy as a tandem yeah. with him with Bongo's president and vi- and President Rodrigo Duterte as vice president. All right, Supposedly, and then later yeah. on, President Duterte stepped <clears throat> down as the running mate so he can be senator. Yep, and so re- and but since then, President Duterte. Is now is now attacking Bongbo Marcos, mm. his daughter's campaign like running partner. mate, <laughs> partner. Yes, mm. say, as a blind item, saying, "Ah, oh, one of our presidential candidates is a cocaine former cocaine addict and a weak leader." So a yeah. lot of shots fired. Mm. But of course, there there's been back and forth between Duterte and there recently they. They replied saying, "We don't feel alluded to. Like hindi kami yun. Mm. That's not <laughs> spoken like a. That's a usual line for a drug addict. Like, that's not mine. That's <laughs> <laughs> not my drugs. <laughs> but it, but but ever since the people are quite confused as we are as well. To be honest, you know, it, it's at the limits of my capacity of analysis. To be honest, like, why is this happening? In mm-hmm. fact, it just shows that their faction, which have been in alliance for the longest time, mm. is uh, is either breaking apart probably mm. or not, you know, or is it just part of a plan? Like, for, it's similar to what happened in 2019 elections with Jed mm. Jamar versus his daughter, well, no, not versus daughter, his the sibling rivalry between, mm. uh, what's her name? Abigail, Abigail Binay and Junjun Binay. Yeah. And the, so it's like, there's a, so they're eating so their dynasties eating themselves you know almost mm. or like alliances are eating themselves <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense why would Duterte attack his daughter's campaign uh, partner or camp running mate uh, they say that of course is all designed and orchestrated by Gloria Macapagal-Arroyo but we can't be mm-hmm. safe for sure it just makes sense so honestly like I'm at my wit's end so George what do you think <laughs> is the meaning of all this I, I well okay regarding the yeah it is confusing to an extent at this point but you know Filipinos we have a capacity to go along with so much drama so we know that it's a twist and turn of such matters and uh, and yeah this is basically a soap opera and I think uh, Sir Ton in one of his uh, interviews actually said that this is basically a soap opera so mm-hmm. it's just a matter of who's writing the script and again the last possible hypothesis that you presented which is GMA being one of the puppet masters behind this is highly mm-hmm. probable <clears throat> right it's highly probable because uh, GMA is allied with all of the camps contesting right now, uh, mm-hmm. the Duterte and the Marcos camps. So she's even Lenny, 
No, not Lenny, mm-hmm. but the, 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 the two camps. The two camps. Not all of them, but the, the two, two camps. camps. Okay. And, oh, and so, these camps. Okay. Yeah, so, so she has nothing to lose, whoever wins. <laughs> she, has, mm-hmm. she has nothing to lose. But the, Why would she permit, like, the may the ruling mm. faction the Duterte's to bicker mm. amongst each other doesn't that make a bad um a bad image you know that their house is not in order is that a bad image you know what the, some people may say i think those who are undecided would see that that mm-hmm. that way those who are undecided mm-hmm. would see it that way that the, their house right. is not in order Mm-hmm. They may more or less move to someone else's uh, camp, but the supporters—I yeah. don't think there's no problem with the supporters. They would just solidify their, they would just solidify their uh, mm-hmm. idolatry anyway. So not nothing to lose. And the undecided—that's um, the thing. There is very little. Uh, we we haven't paid attention to the undecideds yet at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fair enough, because the data shows that many people are already aligned with specific camps. But, uh, you know, the, the thing is, <clears throat> if we would focus on personal bickering and politicking, yes, we would lose track of all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I would have two points to make regarding this. Mm-hmm. Is this a small slice of pie? It's like a, it's a relatively large slice of pie, but not the time. It's just, it's just we need to go to the essence of all this nonsense. Right. But the uh, first would be, it simply shows how these candidates look at public office. Mm. They see it as private property that they can split amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that we need to take into account. Ganun nila tignan ng uh, opisina ng <clears throat> sa gobyerno para ng pagmamayari right. nila. Mm-hmm. For Duterte to move around, mm-hmm. he, he's basically working working on the assumption that he will win. Mm. And that's the thing. That they, that, Regardless. That, yeah, for them to move around candidacies, to, for them to move around positions, they are assuming mm. that they will win. Right. Uh, so yeah, so it's just a matter mm-hmm. of what what position you want. It's basically mm-hmm. them looking at its private property. More so in Senate, I think he's almost a shoe in to win if ever you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter because you really you have twelve, you have twelve choices. Mm-hmm. So maybe even those who don't like him as much, maybe you can add him, and even people from yeah. other camps. You know, maybe escort voters can put the dirt in if they're not yeah. sure about the presidency. If they don't like. Bong Bong, they can just vote for Duterte in the Senate, mm. and then maybe there are talks about him going back to uh, through being the Senate president because he is third in command, right? After yeah. president, vice president, yeah, Senate president. Yeah, they, so it's yeah, someone could simply of die of contingencies. Uh, yeah, someone could simply die of uh, explosions. Od, <laughs> od, oh yeah, od. Okay, I'm just my kidding. goodness. But yeah, someone can die of well, OD. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the first point. It's mm-hmm. just private property. Probably. Yeah. I mean, this happens mostly in local politics. You know, sometimes mm. the grandfather and grandson or even father and son <clears throat> fight each other for public office, but never so in the national office. And that's what's interesting. You know, they brought the local drama that they're used yeah. to into the national thing. What does that mean necessarily? Like, is that a good sign or what? That is... That's a bad sign as far as I'm concerned. But uh, you know, should, I, am I surprised about it? No, I'm not surprised. It's a, this is our trajectory ever since 2013. Mm-hmm. No, ever mm-hmm. since 2010. I know this right. shit would happen. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how entertaining it would be. Yeah, I remember the Billy mm-hmm. Fertis who fought over mm-hmm. Camarines. Yes. So you have mm-hmm. global uh, fighting over that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, hmm. well, yeah. anyway, I think I can go to the second point, uh, which right. is end of the day, end of the day, 
if you don't have a democratic system, you cannot expect representation to be democratic because political right. representation itself is not inherently democratic. Its mm-hmm. design is first and foremost to cite to establish an, an aristocracy. That's the basic design of, an, of representative politics, as <clears throat> was mm-hmm. ancient Rome, and of course in the United right. States as well, to establish an aristocracy. So you need to have democratic mechanisms uh, mm-hmm. to control representatives. Mm-hmm. So if those mechanisms are absent, which is true for our case, we don't have any means to effectively control the elected yeah. other than waiting for the next round of elections, mm. then representation is not democratic. And uh, we go back to the first point, which is since it's not democratic, they see public office as private property. Mm-hmm. So something that they can divide amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, regarding that one, something that you said regarding mix and matches, but I, I would ask you a question. What would politics look like if we if this mix and match system is aggregated? You know, having mm. have, probably having Isco as president, having Sarah as VP, then you have Duterte as Senate president, or yeah, or even the possibility of Lenny being president, Sarah as VP, then Duterte as Senate president. What are the implications of such mix and match? You know, the implications is it's, it's funny. Aggravated, it's always been there. And I mean, I one time yeah. when I was doing field work in during the 2016 elections, there have been a lot of sample ballots with again mix and matches. You have B Nye and um, yeah, well, say so you have B Nye and then maybe who's the vice president and Cayetano. You have uh, there's even Grace Poe with Lenny. Grace Poe and Bombo, yeah. Mm-hmm. So of course, this implies that parties don't and still don't matter. I mean, people vote <laughs> who want they vote, and I think. Even I mixed and matched, and I voted for Grace and Lenny, you know, so from two different running mates, uh, which it, it, it's always it's always given like more leeway to ex- truly express our values, but at the same time, uh, I, you're right, they they never matched in the first place, if yeah. ever. I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly not voting for Kiko Pangalinan, but I, I'm, I, I, well, if ever I was considering voting for Lenny, now I'm not so sure anymore, you know, but. Yeah, if ever, I won't be. Definitely, there's no scenario where I'm voting for Keiko Pangalina. Look at the money. He's Greek. I don't know. He's not impressive in any sense of the word. He's just safe. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I don't know. Even Tito Soto is a bit more impressive, to be honest. Even though he's a serial plagiarizer, he represents like a conservative <laughs> ideology. So conservative that. But I mean, <laughs> come on, if you would yeah. vote for Tito Soto, you would lose any moral high ground to check students for plagiarism. <laughs> Fair enough. But again, that's the, I would vote for Tito Soto before I'd vote for Kiko Pangilina. That's the point. I don't know. I, I, I have my reasons. But people have reasons. And people, I think the point that I think, I think what you're trying to make is people don't exactly vote. Quote unquote straight, you know, in coalition, and we. Do, I suppose, are, are are you therefore suggesting that we have like a system where you can only vote for either a party or a coalition, and that's it? Uh, because uh, I definitely, I definitely, I, the most I've tried is that I did vote for most of Ocho Director except for Marroas. I would never mm. vote for Marroas, <laughs> but <laughs> no, if ever would you have me vote for all, all of Ocho Director? You know what? You, I think that that embodies but, the old argument hmm. of establishing a strong party state. Mm. But I think that argument in the Philippines right now is just, mm. it's no longer applicable. It's no longer applicable. So it's no just any, anyone trying- Was to it argue, ever applicable? It was never, but they're trying to. So anyone who would try mm. to say that we should still reform party systems in the Philippines, they're just shouting in an empty, they're just shouting in at the, a wall. 
So yeah. we have to build. So, right. so we need to think of <clears throat> representative politics beyond parties, mm-hmm. which is a difficult mm-hmm. thing to do right now. Why? Uh, a possible reason behind mix and matches. You know, that's the thing. Why do people tolerate this infighting among autocrats? Mm-hmm. Why, are they, why are they tolerating this? Well, they're mm-hmm. not really tolerating, but how can they handle it? Mm. Uh, I think one possible hypothesis is we are still in... Voters are still mm-hmm. delusional enough to believe that whoever they're voting... That they own whoever they're voting. Hmm. You know, they it's, a, it's a, a sense that the, uh, probably an unconscious tendency na sa amin yan, kandidato namin yan, akin to. Mm-hmm. Which is, mm-hmm. delu- it's false. It's, 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 mm-hmm. it's an illusion. So, to think that the, the candidate is something that you own, which you can, mm-hmm. ideally we should, ideally we yeah. should, but we don't because we don't have the mechanisms mm-hmm. to keep them in line. So, mm-hmm. ano yan, parang, if you remember if you remember the late no no Aquino he said kayo ang bosko and you know in other words you're my boss you know that's what mm. that's why it hit so hard you know because mm. he is offering ownership like of himself of himself to the mm. people um and same thing with i suppose even now like Lenny is uh, acting like what, what's the platform if i'm not mistaken or not the Slogan, slogan so it's very romantic but also very personal and um motherly even so yeah so it it, it it's it's definitely like a, a, a courtship so i suppose that's unavoidable really like there is a personal relationship with our candidates but the fact that there is no mechanism to keep them in line that's like even i mean even even relationships would have a mechanism for line. You could just leave them or dump them mm. or block them or ghost them. Mm. But what do we do when the candidate is not working or doing, or you're no longer, you're in a toxic relationship with your candidate well, and they win. You can't Nothing. escape. Yeah. So, so yeah. You can't it's, ghost it's, them. It's, <laughs> you can leave uh, the country. Some people well, do. Hmm? We can ghost them. That's my advice. We can stop voting for this, <laughs> this dipshit. But, uh, hey, we had uh, an episode saying don't ghost them. But, <laughs> but yeah, but, but you know what? Uh, yeah, we have this illusion that we we own hmm. this candidate when in fact we don't. We can never own them mm-hmm. if we right. don't place democratic uh, mechanisms that are not voting. Other mechanisms. Mm-hmm. If, we right. can literally, if we can literally throw them in a bin, that would be great. But, mm, uh, well, okay. So that's definitely a radical option. Uh, like, what, yeah. Or less. Change the system, don't vote, eventually it'll collapse. Hmm. Um, I suppose okay. one option I, th- I can give for people that are not as radical as you, I suppose just, I, I, I normally I'd say focus on the issues. Never mind about the mm. personal. The more you go into this drama, the more it, you'll mm. be exhausted. So I think, I think I've said this in a space before on Twitter, like just focus on, on the campaign, focus on making sure whoever your candidate is, to make sure they're on the right track uh, at the very, mm. in whatever means possible. I mean, there are many, again, spacers. There are many, like, I think Lenny and I think Isko right now, they're both doing the rounds. Lenny being more really online mm. and Isko going around the country in sorties, you know, and even Pacquiao, you know, they've been walking around. There's a lot of uh, sorties. Mm. So when you get, whenever you get the chance, the, the classical mm. response is to go and do your best to talk to them, send them a letter, send them an email uh, at the very least so that 
you know, and maybe even for, by the off chance if Duterte listeners offered us and you still feel bothered by them, send them a letter saying, but mm. So that's one thing you can do if you find it trouble. Mm. But, but then uh, again, even, I think that's common for elections, period. But is mm-hmm. any are any of the candidates promising to sustain or to institutionalize such openness? Mm-hmm. It's, you're right, though. It's usually very personalized, informal, random, whenever they feel like it. Um, I don't know. But uh, it's one thing we get. The only way to find out is to keep an eye on them, to be vigilant as citizens. Yeah, and, that's, that's, yeah. that's the cheapest way to do it. And I, I don't want to settle with cheap things at this point. Vigilance but, uh, is not cheap. No, with, without, with, with, without, without effective mechanisms to control them, vigilance means nothing. You can you can watch mm. everything happen and burn to the ground. That is vigilance, but can you do anything? That about is not it? vigilance. Vigilance has something to do with action, reaction. No, that, that's the thing. I mean, you can our, call our, reaction our, cheap. Our action, right. our reaction mm-hmm. is cheapened because we don't have any means to control them. Simple as that. Mm. So Except no, that, for uh, not voting for them, you know. And that's the thing. Uh, even if and, and, and this is the catch twenty two, this is a closed system. Even mm. if one of them. Would promise, and I think Lenny would have some bills in the Congress right now to expand mm. participatory governance. I brought right. some of her bills, even if mm. they would promise to ensure democratization in mm-hmm. such a manner, the rest of the Congress will not. Mm. So it's a it's a closed system. We are in a closed mm. system regarding this. That's why they can play all their tricks amongst them. That's why they can afford infighting. The, the, mm. You know, that's that, going back to our topic. That's why Marcos mm. and Sara Duterte can afford infighting. Simply mm-hmm. because they already own the place. <laughs> mm. Wow. Well, they may see it that way. But yeah, I suppose. That mm. And well, I think the only way to, at least for those people who still find value in the system, just <clears throat> ignore that. You know, it. People already know that it is a disrespect for the system. Mm. You know, the in the procedure. I mean, especially right now, if you looked at the clip when they announced it, it's just, mm. they were just, reporters. But yeah, it, it's, in a way, they're, they're low in the dignity of the office or even like the procedure. So, but, yeah. Uh, no, well, uh, the, the, in terms of yeah. options, mm. I think it's a, big, a bigger ask to say, I mean, more people <clears throat> are excited about voting. So it's a big ask for them not to vote, you know. So I, I think to make them understand the big payoff, though, I think that's the, I think that's your challenge there. But I think it's easier, at least within the easier set uh, set of options they have, to vote for someone else or focus on someone else, focus on someone else that behaves properly the way that you would like a politician to behave. That's the simplest thing. Of course, yeah. I'm sure you want something <clears throat> larger and more radical. But, you know, I think that that's the point, you know, while they're throwing away their vote or their one raffle ticket, if you'd like to call it that, uh, at winning or something, that at least that sensation of winning from the elections, how would you convince them that there's a bigger payoff for not voting? There's none. Mm, It's a difference difference between zero and negative one. Mm. If you want to vote, you settle for negative zero, negative one, because this is our system right now. Mm. If you don't vote, you start with zero. That can move up, that can move down, but that's the opportunity. You start with zero. But then again, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Even I'm 
there are opportunities for democratization in the Philippines at the local level mm-hmm. and even economic mm-hmm. democratization. But right. at this point, I cannot present a concrete plan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. behind non-voting, except threatening these politicians that they will not get a vote. Because we don't have any mm-hmm. legal precedence for it, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. We don't have any legal precedence for a drop on voter turnout, which I am mm-hmm. expecting to happen. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway, going back a bit regarding institutions, since they're insulting, mm-hmm. we, we go back to the, the substitution shit and the infighting. Mm-hmm. They may insult formal institutions, but I think they're exposing some informal institutions that uh, citizens are basically used to. Which is? As you said a while ago, it happens at the local level. They're just making it national. Mm-hmm. So again, if we, yeah. whenever we look at political institutions, we must take into account formal and informal. So they may insult informal institutions, but they may be adhering to informal ones. Mm. <clears throat> so they're just, how you say, exaggerating was already present in the local. So yeah, I, I do have one question, one more mm-hmm. question before we wrap this up. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure everyone's wondering because of this infighting between the Dutertes mm. and the Marcoses, hey, 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 and hey, now, hey. of course, they're, the Marcos apologists and the Duterte loyalists are now probably <laughs> infighting. Mm-hmm. Is this necessarily a good thing for the progressives mm. or not? What do you think? Okay, okay. Uh, context wise, the split is older than many people think. I've been mm. observing Facebook pages separating Duterte from Marcos way back, mm-hmm. way back. Okay. So the split is already present even before. So context-wise, mm-hmm. is it beneficial for progressives? Is it beneficial for liberals? No. <laughs> so it's just no, no, well, not it's for necessarily now. good no, for them. For okay. <clears throat> is it good for them? Is not it, or is it just excess? Now. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah? Because if, uh, if if the infighting ex- is ex- exacerbated. If the right. infighting is exacerbated, you would have two things. Uh, the solidification mm-hmm. of already of a base, meaning you must base uh-huh. uh, the DDS and loyalists, they, the, the base would be solidified. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> However, those who would decide not to vote for either will still not vote for the progressives. Mm. So you would have Pacquiao, Isco, and Lacson benefiting from whoever would be tired of this autocratic nonsense. But hmm. the, the, the but Lenny's camp, Taliodi's camp, they will not benefit from this. Mm-hmm. They will not. But they can benefit on the long run if, uh, if the transfer of votes would be enough that it would be evenly distributed and they can mm-hmm. have a small margin. Hmm. But then again, I think that would be unlikely because again, uh, that's right. I think I can I think I can end with this point. Mm. Filipinos, we are in a period of ideological maturity right now. We are maturing. Maturity. Yeah, we like are mat- a recent yeah. Uh, episode. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go back to that episode if you want more. But we are uh. in a position of political maturity right now. We are maturing ideologically, and mm. <clears throat> if we are ideologically maturing, our values are more solidified. Hence, it is unlikely for people to transfer to extreme ends of a certain mm. poll. Okay, that's why I said that uh, any voters who would transfer out of either the DDS or the BBM camp, they would eventually fall into parallel or aligned tendencies mm. with Pacquiao, Isco, and right. But not the liberal hmm. progressive. So we, we are maturing right now. We are mature. So you're politically mature. That's an interesting thing to say. But okay. 
Anyway, uh, so that is what we think about the recent drama in fighting between Duterte and Marcos. Because honestly, it, it, it is sweet to see you know, these, it's like, for example, like Green Goblin fighting against Doc Ock, you know, it's like villains <laughs> fighting each other. It's all, it usually means a good thing for the good guys, but words think it's not. So that's interesting. We'll see what happens. Uh, so if ever, please stay tuned to the PI podcast. We are available as usual with for their episodes and other uh, other forms we have YouTube, Anchor, and Spotify. And if you have any other issues or questions or comments, yeah. Yeah, please yeah, yeah. send us uh, send us an email at pipodcastph at gmail.com. But until the next slice of PI, magandang gabi mga kabi-ay.